Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, babies in their diapers, welcome to the Tiberia Show with your host, Tiberius Boy! Welcome to the Tiberius Show today, and I'm your host, Tiberius Boy! And as always, we're looking at various jobs and how they affect the world around us. Today's is going to be very interesting. We're going to talk to a chaplain and founder of an outdoor adventures company. Do you have any idea what a Christian outdoor adventures founder does? Well, neither do I. Well, let's find out. Let me choose our next guest, the one, the only, the amazing... Michael Bandberg of Back to Basics Adventures. Thank you for being on the show. Well, thank you, Tiberius. It's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you today. No problem. Okay, so you are listed as a founder and chaplain of Back to Basics Adventures. For those that have no idea what that means, can you explain it? Sure. Well, a chaplain simply helps lead individuals and uh, come alongside individuals as a spiritual leader to uh, help individuals find their gifts, talents, and blessings so that they can serve one and serve others and, and serve Jesus Christ. And uh, an outdoor ministry is a place that you can go to that uh, encourages you and inspires you with all the wonderful gifts and talents and blessings that we've been gifted with in nature. Uh, and so what we do is we provide space for individuals to come and be inspired all across the world from base camping Mount Everest to paddling and fishing the local waters of Florida wow. to climbing and uh, white watering, uh, white water rafting uh, in the hills of, uh, of Tennessee and, and abroad. So whatever inspires you outdoors, we'd like to have the opportunity to nice. coordinate that for you and inspire you as a guest. Nice. So when did you get the idea of creating this company, and how long did it take to build it? So I, we've been doing it for about 12 years now. Before that, I was uh, in, in corporate America. I worked for a couple of Fortune 100 companies and uh, realized that uh, position and possession really uh, weren't all that they were cracked up to be and that the greatest things in life really aren't things. Uh, it's really how we impact other people's lives. And uh, so I kind of had a... Uh, a Jonah 180 transformation in my life and went from what I consider to be uh, success or what, what uh, the world would con consider success to, uh, to significance. And, uh, and after doing some, uh, some proof of concepting and, uh, and doing some, some trials at uh, traditional kids camps and so forth to, uh, to see how, uh, how the outdoors is being utilized, uh, I decided to, uh, to point my direction toward uh, in inspiring adults and kids in the outdoors uh, with, with Back to Basics. Mm -hmm. So how'd you come up with the name of Back to Basics Adventures? Well, it's, it's real simple. Uh, you know, it, it getting Back to Basics is getting away from a lot of the things that distract us and, and going back to nature and, and, you know, being still and hearing his voice and, and enjoying all of the creations, like I mentioned before. That are gifts to us uh, outdoors, whether it's animals or or resources, uh, you know, fishing, hiking, camping, you know, all those basic things that uh, that we were blessed and gifted with, uh, and being able to use those things as inspiration for our lives. Uh, mm -hmm. And so, since getting back to basics really means getting and going uh, and and doing things from a basic perspective, 
that's how that's how Back to Basics name uh, came to be. Nice. So when did you know that this was the time for the job for you? Well, uh, I always felt uh, a peace and joy when I was in the outdoors growing up. When I was young, my brother and I used to go and we'd, you know, make forts and we'd go camping and fishing and hiking and so forth. And uh, since I had a corporate father that was a rather uh, non-existent, uh, I really uh, latched on to my relationship with my brother and uh, and felt the most peace when I was outdoors. And so when I had decided to leave corporate America and, and do something different, uh, I, I was led to, to doing it in a place that I always felt uh, peace and joy. Mm -hmm. So kind of tell me, how does it work? Do you just talk to people and give them a tour of the grounds and speak about it? Or does someone else do that for you? Well, it all depends. I mean, a lot of times I'm involved and I want to, you know, help to, uh, consult or uh, or be a concierge to our guests uh, or you know we also have staff that do it as well but the, that is the main part of what we do is making sure that whatever we're creating for those guests is custom designed for the guests so everything from you know the accommodations that they'd like to uh, to stay into the food that they'd like to eat the activities that they'd like to experience uh, any programming objectives that they have while they're uh, while they're with us we like to, to make sure that what we're doing is not a canned program where, you know, we have a box and the guests have to fit into the box. We want them to create that box. So, you know, we, we love for our guests to, to spend time speaking with us and kind of telling us what that vision looks like so that we can execute that on their behalf. Mm -hmm. Well, is this for groups or just individuals? It's primarily for groups. Uh, you know, we love... Uh, small groups, we think it gives individuals an opportunity to come alongside of one another, to do things together, to grow community, to grow their relationships. Uh, so most of what we do is groups. We do on occasion, uh, we'll do uh, what we call sign up trips where like 4th of July, we'll have people sign up and, and, and paddle underneath uh, the fireworks. We had about 150 people, our last event that we did that with. And that was, you know, again, just for people that were interested in, in having that experience. But most of the time, the folks that we host are folks that either know each other or want to get to know each other and not just strangers coming together. Mm -hmm. Well, aren't most outdoor adventures expensive? Like, what does it cost? It really all depends. Uh, I mean, you can, you can go as bargain basement as, you know, hammock camping or tent camping, which is very, very inexpensive. You can do things like hiking, uh, you know, the, the Appalachian Trail out here in Tennessee or, or waterfalls or, or uh, uh, tubing or floating the river, which again, very, very inexpensive. Or, you know, you could do something like I'd mentioned earlier, you know, base camping Mount Everest, you know, you're going you're gonna to spend anywhere from seven to $10,000. So uh, it really depends on, you know, what the experience is that the group wants to have and the price tag is, 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 uh, you know, related to, uh, that. And if, you know, they want gourmet meals with executive chefs, it's probably going to be a little bit more expensive than if they want hot dogs and hamburgers. Yeah. So what are the different types of adventures that can be done at back to basis? Are they all Christian based? Well, they're all based on the fact that, you know, we want to give people a space to be inspired. Uh, we want to give individuals an opportunity to grow together in relationships with one another. Uh, we believe that uh, giving individuals the capability to practice solitude, silence, scripture, and Sabbath 
is very um, uh, beneficial to, to individuals. Uh, but again, Christian-based and religion-based are two completely different things. You know, Christianity is not about religion. Christianity is about relationships. And, uh, you know, unless you're a hermit, I think uh, most people would, would agree that, you know, relationships are a good thing. So if, if uh, uh, connecting relationships with, with religion uh, is, is the way that you would describe it, then I would say, yeah, all, all of our, uh, our, our uh, adventures are Christian-based. Um, they're certainly uh, not going to be based around morals and values uh, that fall outside of ones that we, we believe, you know, have um, levels of morality and, and behavior that uh, are, are acceptable to the masses. Mm-hmm. Well, what are the most memorable adventures that you have embarked in? Wow. I you know all of them are, are memorable to a point just because the ones that I'm participating in, I have an opportunity to get to know people on a, on a deeper level. You know, as I always say to, to folks when they're coming out that the magic really happens around meals. As my wife coined the phrase, we create community one bite at a time and around campfires. So, you know, I, I couldn't say that one was more memorable than another because they're all very, very special. I mean, obviously, some of the activities and events and, and, and adventures that we do are, are more exciting than, than maybe other ones are. That's but true. I would say at the end of the day, uh, you know, I, I really enjoy all of them, no matter how um, adventurous they, they, they end up being. Mm-hmm. Well, now here seems like a good time to take a quick commercial break. Let's hear a word from our sponsors. The Tiberia Show would like to thank one of their dedicated sponsors, Custom Designs Orlando. These guys are on Mills Avenue and do all sorts of stuff, ranging from photo ID badges, engraved signs, custom braille ADA signs, vinyl lettering to trophies and awards. The cool part about Custom Designs is they can ship products all over the United States. You can reach them at 407-898-0373 and tell them that Tiberius sent you. And we are back here talking with Michael Battenberg. Michael helps people seek servant leadership and go back to teachings through outdoor adventures. So, Michael, we now know what Back to Basics is, is all about and how you help people through these adventures. And, well, can you give some examples of which are your personal favorite adventures? Well, I mean, personally, I really enjoy hunting. So I would say many of the hunting adventures are very uh, exciting to me. Uh, but again, you know, I, I enjoy the outdoors. So whether it's climbing, hiking, fishing, hunting, paddling, uh, you know, shooting, I, I really enjoy them all. And, uh, and it's the people that I enjoy the most. Uh, you know, the, the adventures are what I consider to be the hook, but, but the, the, the real value of what we do is, is based on the relationships that, that are all grown and, 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 uh, and expanded by sharing those adventures that we're doing together when we're around the campfire and, uh, and, and after we leave and, and, uh, and are connecting wow. hopefully for a long period of time. Well, that's pretty cool. Well, do you have any adventures that so just for kids specifically? We don't have any that are specific for kids. Uh, you know, kids are always welcome at our uh, events, but, but we're not a kid's camp where people would just drop off their kid. We, yeah. we just don't feel that that has a lot of value to it because 
if your parent is doing something else and you're being inspired, how do you connect? So we really love to have parents and kids come together and experience it together so that when they leave, they can continue what they started when they were with us. Mm-hmm. Well, has anyone ever had an accident in one of the adventures? And if so, what did you do? You know, no accidents, knock on wood, per se. I mean, obviously, you know, people get skinned or, you know, fall down or things of that nature, but nothing significant. And we pray that uh, <laughs> that stays consistent. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we do pride ourselves on safety and making sure that individuals know how to do what what we're doing as far as the uh, adventures are concerned and that we've got individuals around them that can help them navigate those uh, adventures safely. Mm -hmm. Well, what are the things you talk about on your adventures to bring out servant leadership in people? So uh, as I mentioned before, uh, I like to have individuals focus on the gifts, the talents, and the blessings that each of us were created with and having people identify those individually and be able to hone in on them so that they are doing jobs that they love to do and that they were created to do, that they are living their lives inspired and, and not just spending time doing something for the wrong reasons or for, or for reasons that, that aren't any more fulfilling than just receiving a paycheck. Yeah. Well, do you have any animals on these adventures? And if so, which animals? Well, obviously, uh, a, a lot of wild animals, depending on where we're at, uh, are, are part of what we do because we interact with nature. Uh, as far as domesticated animals, we do have some dogs, and uh, we've got other animals, barnyard animals, uh, for education as well as sustenance, chickens, bees, rabbits, goats, um, sheep, things of that nature. Nothing crazy. But, uh, but stuff that, again, we can enjoy from an educational perspective and also utilize for, for sustenance and, uh, and nourishment. Mm-hmm. Well, what states do you travel to for your adventures? Uh, well, within the 50 states, we travel extensively depending upon what the uh, adventure and activity is that our guests want to do. Um, and we also travel abroad. So as I mentioned, you know, we've, we've we base camp Mount Everest. We've uh, um, gone surfing down in Costa Rica. We've gone to the Holy Land. Uh, you know, we, we will and can do just about whatever a group wants to do. Now, obviously, uh, you know, you don't need to go to every one of the 50 states to be able to achieve that. Uh, it's more region-based, based on, uh, again, those activities that, uh, that the group is wanting to, uh, to experience. But I know our our hope and our, our prayer would be that you know there's a, a back to basics opportunity for anyone within the United States to be able to experience within a short distance to where they live, and we consider that to be anywhere from three to five hour drive. Mm-hmm. Well, why has this project been so much of a passion for you? I guess it's it's a passion because uh, I. For the, for the first part of my life, until I was 45, I was really focused on position and possession uh, and, and, and worldly uh, uh, successes. And, uh, and now I'm, I'm focused on eternal uh, impact and, uh, and, and significance and, uh, and trying to um, inspire individuals so that they have an opportunity to not make the same mistakes that I made in, uh, in chasing things that really don't have eternal value. Mm-hmm. 
If you had one idea you would like your adventures to leave with, what would it be and why? Oh, great question. I'd like everybody to leave inspired, uh, to focus on something greater, which means utilizing the gifts, talents, and blessings that they were created with to be able to live out their lives, focusing on receiving and, and, and experiencing joy as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Now, what is the youngest age an adventurer can be? Well, adventures can be any age. Uh, we don't have an age restriction. Obviously, at, at, as I had mentioned, since their parents would be with them, um, you know, we, we put that on the, uh, on the parents and, and their responsibility to feel uh, comfortable with the fact that whatever we're doing would be appropriate for, uh, for that, uh, that group and that age. And we've had, you know, uh, babies <laughs> that have participated in our adventures. Now, obviously, they didn't have much participation other than uh, just uh, attendance. But uh, yeah, we, uh, you know, we encourage all ages to come and, uh, and be able to experience uh, what we have to offer and, and hopefully uh, continue to do these on a regular basis together with family and friends and colleagues and clients. Um, to be able to uh, to grow their relationships with one another. Mm-hmm. Now, my dad and I are very much allergic to manual labor, and are all activities labor intensive? I wouldn't say labor intensive as much as they can be physical. Uh, again, you know, we have a number of uh, of, of activities that are very uh, very non labor intensive. I mean, we can put you on the river in a tube, and you can enjoy it just like a lazy river at a at a hotel, but with a heck of a lot better view. Um, you know, if, if you wanted to throw lines and, and and do some fishing, not seriously intense as far as uh, physicality is concerned. Um, again, it's it's completely up to the to the guest as to far as how adventurous they want to be, or how physical they want to be, or not want to be. Uh, mm-hmm. and some individuals, you know, just like to to go for a walk in the woods or, or go see a beautiful uh, um, vista um, or, um, or a waterfall or something like that, that uh, yeah. is, you know, not, not necessarily um, uh, something that would uh, exert a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, energy and expense. Yeah. Well, does it require a lot of training to be a chaplain? To be trained to be a chaplain? I mean, it, it, it doesn't take as much training as as it, it does diligence and uh and and study uh, you know to, to be a chaplain at a from a from a, a broad perspective is really learning to listen uh is probably the, the the biggest thing that i had to learn and uh and then once listening to empathize and to provide appropriate feedback that helps encourage and inspire and lift up those individuals with whatever it is, whether it's uh, celebrating uh, something or you know, or, or coming through a struggle of something, it's really coming alongside an individual um, with intentionality, transparency, empathy, and compassion. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the hardest part about doing this type of work? <laughs> um, I would say the hardest part of doing it is the fact that it's always different. So it's never going to be the same thing twice for us or our guests. And so unlike other similar type of organizations where they have a program that ha- has kind of a cadence to it, 
and, uh, and, and you can be predictable with what we do. Um, it's very unpredictable. And so you always have to be uh, comfortable with being able to pivot and, and, and think on your feet and, uh, and be able to, to be, um, um, have, have the opportunity to be, have a, uh, a nimbleness to you. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the craziest thing that's happened while you were working with Back to Basics? Wow, the craziest thing that's happened. Um, that's a hard one to. I, I think having individuals that become so comfortable with the surroundings and the the security that they have to open up and be very, very transparent has, is, it blows my mind sometimes and it, and it warms my heart because it allows individuals to not have uh, a wall or a shield up um, trying to protect themselves, but really uh, feeling uh, a lack of vulnerability and, uh, and a desire to, to really connect uh, authentically with others. Okay, so how does doing this work make the world a better place? Well, I think, you know, the world is, can be a much better place if we stop thinking about ourselves and thinking about others. You know, I like to, to share the idea that, and this is not mine, it's stolen from Rick Warren, but uh, humility is not thinking less of yourself, but it's thinking of yourself less. And, uh, and that's a big mantra that we try to impose and, and, and encourage in, in people. And I think that if, if we thought that way more often, that, that the world would be a, a better place. Mm-hmm. Well, what is the story of that one guest on your adventures that you will never forget? Probably any time I have an opportunity to come alongside of somebody to allow them to do something for the first time is always unforgettable because it gives me the selfish opportunity to experience it through someone else's eyes for the first time. And, and that's, it's always very, very heartwarming and very uplifting when I have that opportunity to do that. So I don't think I could pinpoint a specific um, instance, but again, when I have that opportunity to be a part of somebody doing something for the first time, whether it's harvesting an animal or, or navigating down a, a whitewater river or, yeah. or, or, or climbing, uh, 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 navigating a, a climb or a rappel, um, it, it, it's, uh, it, it's something that I will never forget. And hopefully that they'll never forget as well. Yeah. So who can you say was the person that helped drive your passion the most? Driving my passion the most, you know, I, I would have to say God, because he created my passion uh, for these things. Uh, but as far as a, 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 a person here on earth that drove my passion, um, it would probably be my mother. Uh, she was always um, supporting me and, uh, and, and believing in me and, uh, and encouraging me to do things okay. that, uh, that, um, that brought me joy. So yeah, I would, I would have to say my mother and probably now my wife, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. What advice would you give to my listeners if they wanted to grip and run an outdoor ministry? If they wanted to go into outdoor ministry, 
I would highly encourage them to do so. If they feel that that's the way that they were created and they feel joy in the outdoors and, uh, and, and they're inspired by it and they would like to come alongside others in the outdoors, I couldn't recommend it more highly. It's a, it's a wonderful uh, opportunity to be able to take a, a free gift that was given to us and, and, and make a living out of it mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and help to, to enlighten individuals and, and be inspired by, by seeing individuals uh, come and, and, and uh, experience these type of things. So I would, I would say go for it. And most importantly though, to, to have a, a, a Barnabas or a, you know, a mentor in your life mm -hmm. that is leading them and, uh, and, and being able to help them through the tough times. Cause it certainly isn't easy. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that would be my, uh, my recommendation. Mm -hmm. Well, what was the best advice you've ever received and who gave you that advice? Gosh, I've gotten a lot of good advice. Uh, I've been very, very fortunate to have a number of individuals in my life that uh, that I've um, been willing to to to, to glean uh, insight and, uh, and 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 knowledge and, and experience from. Uh, I think it's something that that everybody should try to do to find individuals to 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 uh, to, to learn from and to be mentored by. Um, you know, I'd have to pick like a, a, a specific topic as to um, who that individual was, you know, mm -hmm. whether it was financially. I mean, my father probably gave me the, the, the greatest advice financially, uh, which was, you know, never accrue any debt uh, if, if, if possible. Um, you know, spiritual advice, um, you know, to, to, uh, to, to focus on serving God and serving others rather than serving yourself. Um, you know, and I could go on and on and on with, with, with wonderful um, uh, life lessons that individuals have, have uh, inspired me with. You know, don't, don't worry about uh, uh, trying to lead people to Christ. That's not your job. You know, your job yeah. is to share your time, your talents, your, your, uh, your testimony, and your treasures with others and allow the Holy Spirit to, to lead them to Christ. It's, it's not my job to try to make people Christian. My job is just to show them what Christ has done for me. And if they're inspired by that, uh, allow the Holy Spirit to uh, inspire them to, uh, to, to look further into it. Mm -hmm. So what was the very first job that you've ever had? Gosh, the first job I ever had, I mean, besides like shoveling snow or cutting grass when I was, was you know, your age probably, um, uh, I would say, you know, I, I worked uh, at a marina, I uh, worked in restaurants, I worked at a car wash. I, I, I started working when I was about nine years old, and, uh, and I've, I've been working ever since. Um, but until I was 45, uh, I was strictly working for an ability to generate income. And, uh, and so I did a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. um, was there anything you learned from those jobs that helped you do a better out, outdoor ministry owner? Yeah, I think um, listening to others, you know, uh, having a consortium of individuals to be able to provide you with feedback. Uh, don't try to do it alone. Um, uh, be patient. Uh, realize that you know mm -hmm. it, it, it's not always going to happen on 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 your timetable. Um, and, uh, and, and make sure that everything that you do, you try to do it with excellence. 
and uh, and and don't ever uh, subject uh, yourself to uh, to go against your 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 morals and your values and your ethics um, to to be able to to get what you want. Mm -hmm. Well, what message do you want to tell children all over the world about doing the work that you do? I would just simply like to uh, to recommend that that people. Um, focus on what brings them joy. You know, we're here for such a short period of time, even though it seems like a long time, it's really not. And if we waste time doing things that don't bring us joy, I think uh, mm -hmm. it, it's really a shame uh, because yeah. if, we can, if we can maximize the time that we're here to build our character and be able to enjoy every day by doing things that we love to do, I think that uh, that there would be a lot less struggle and strife and you know turmoil and depression and sadness and and, and so forth. Mm -hmm. Well, on that note, let's take a quick break to pay some bills. The Tribeer Show would like to thank Boggy Creek Air Road Adventures for being one of our sponsors. I got to go on an airboat and saw a real gator. I even got to go to the gem mine and mine for some gems. We ate a steak dinner at the restaurant and even got some gator rights. If you want to have a blast with the entire family, I suggest you go to www.bcairboats.com right now to get your tickets today. The website again is bcairboats.com. Oak Ridge Gun Range is a family-oriented shooting range that has been in business for over 30 years. They specialize in basic firearm training and offer numerous services such as consignments, gun trades, gunsmithing, and concealed weapon classes. I even got my training for gun safety at Oak Ridge Gun Range. Great customer service and firearm safety is what they do best. And we are back here with outdoor ministry owner Michael Battenberg. Let's get into it. Well, my dad said that you have a donation page that helps your adventures help others. So, how does it work? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, as a former law enforcement officer, which was another thing that I did, um, I, I really developed a passion for first responders and those who serve others as a career, whether it's military or law enforcement or firefighters, caregivers, pastors, and so forth. And I uh, really thought it would be, be nice to be able to allow people that have a heart to support those type of individuals for all they do for us to be able to allow them to donate to a scholarship fund. And so individuals can, can do that, can, can, uh, can donate finances to scholarship individuals that, that work in, in those sectors to be able to allow them to have a back to basics adventure and to help cover costs if uh, financial burdens uh, occur. So mm -hmm. um, then they, it also, you know, for individuals that have uh, uh, folks that they know that are in those industries and they'd like to uh, uh, recommend them as candidates to receive scholarship, uh, we, we enable individuals to do that as well. So uh, it's just a nice way to give back and to give people an opportunity to, to come alongside of us and, uh, and be a part of what we do, uh, supporting individuals that, uh, that, that they may have a heart for. Mm-hmm. Well, if you could go back 10 years and tell yourself something, what would it be? I would say that uh, I mentioned earlier, the greatest things in life aren't things. And that 
Each of us were created with specific gifts, talents, and blessings, not for our own benefit, but to serve God and to serve others. And if we focus on those, that you will have a much more significant existence filled with, with much more joy because uh, there's a plan out there for all of us. And, uh, and it's greater than what we could ever imagine. As long as we are true and honorable and have um, uh, morals and values that align with, with helping uh, serve the Lord and to serve others. Got it. So what's the biggest mistake you have ever made and how did it change you as a person? <laughs> well, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. Uh, I call it paying the dumb tax and, uh, and I've paid a lot of tax. Uh, I could name a, a, a bunch of them. Uh, I, I was on reality TV. That was, that was kind of a dumb thing. Um, I, uh, um, didn't uh, commit to a number of uh, relationships that I had that were wonderful blessings uh, because I was selfish and, and, and only thinking of myself. And I, uh, I uh, okay. did not, uh, did not honor um, uh, individuals that I, that I could have and should have. Um, I, I squandered a, a lot of, uh, of, of, of uh, blessings that were given to me. Um, oh, I could, I, I've got a laundry list, Tiberius. We could be here for quite some time if okay. I was to go through, uh, through the, the mistakes that I've made, but hopefully, you know, I've learned from them and gained wisdom and can hopefully pass some of this along to others to, uh, encourage them to try to avoid. Mm -hmm. So when you're not working, what do you do for fun? Yeah, well, unfortunately. We work pretty much around the clock. Uh, when when we're not working, uh, we love the outdoors. So you know we're typically just doing what we do within the ministry for ourselves, and we're not hosting guests, but but we're enjoying it with our family and our friends. Um, you know, I, I I love to be in the outdoors. Um, I, I love to uh, to uh, to go hiking and hunting and fishing yeah. and camping and and so forth. We love to travel. Uh, and that's all stuff that we do within the ministry as well. But so I guess uh, when we're not working, we're simply doing similar things that we do um, for the ministry, but just doing it uh, without uh, having uh, individuals that we don't know, uh, at least initially, um, doing it with, with folks it. That, we, that we know, love, and, and, and uh, want to continue to spend time with. Mm hmm well, do you play video games? And if you do, what's your favorite one? I do not play video games. You know, not even on your phone? Not even on my phone. <laughs> okay, uh, well, what's your favorite book to read then? Uh, well, I mean, besides, you know, the greatest book ever, um, you know, I, I've read a number of, of, of great books, uh, you know, Quite, quite recently, the uh, the ruthless elimination of hurry is a great book, um, uh, one that inspired me to to take a look at uh, at life in a different perspective, called uh, Jesus Calling was a great book. Um, again, I I have a laundry list of books that uh, that mm -hmm. I've read. Um, for me, because I'm dyslexic, uh, I don't actually read books traditionally. I, I listen to most of the of the content. Uh, just because I can retain audio better than I can um, reading uh, from, from a, a, a physical book. 
but um, those are some of the books that, that I've, I've recently read and uh, I'd love to share more of them with you if you know if you'd like at some point in time okay so can you tell me that one story you don't remember this is a kid show but the one story well that you're not supposed to tell me about come on you can tell me oh gosh the one story that I shouldn't tell um, I would say, well, I mean, being on the reality TV show was, uh, was, was something that I don't share with too many individuals. Um, okay. What other story shouldn't I tell? Well, is there anything else you think my listeners should know about you? Other than, um, I'd love the opportunity to get to know you and your, your father and your family better and, and, and any guest that uh, is inspired by what we've discussed and would like to come out in the outdoors and, and have us plan a, a trip and an adventure for them. Uh, that's, you know, I, it's one of my blessings is, 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 uh, is hospitality and servanthood. So we love to, to, uh, to come alongside of people and enjoy the outdoors together with, uh, with folks, that we know and, and folks that we'd like to get to know. Mm-hmm. Well, do you have a Facebook or website for Melissa to follow you? Yes. Many, many different social media, uh, uh, destinations. Uh, our, our main page right now is back B A C K the number two basics adventures.com. We also have back to basics adventures.org on those pages. We've got LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, um, Facebook, um, Instagram, um, and others. That's, that's not my forte. Uh, we, we have a, a division that, uh, is much younger than mine, uh, me rather, and, uh, is, is much more astute with, uh, with the technology, but, uh, obviously it's a, it's a great media to be able to, to share, uh, experiences that people have had and, uh, be able to, to share what mm-hmm. we do. Well, what is that one question that you think I forgot to ask you? Um, when are available dates for you to come up and, uh, and enjoy what we have up here in Tennessee? Well, <laughs> when are the available dates? <laughs> right now, uh, we, we have some dates available. Um, you know, summer is not as, as, um, uh, busy for us as the fall and the spring. Uh, but it really, you know, we, we would certainly you know, work with you to be able to accommodate your schedule. If, uh, if you truly decided that you'd like to come up and, and have a back to basics experience. It would be our pleasure. Well, thank you, Michael, for being my special guest. Can you stick around for math corners? Oh, sure. Although I'm I'm not a great math person. The calculators are key for me, but yeah, I'd be happy to. Over 40 years, Lighthouse Central Florida has provided education, independent life skills, and job training to thousands of Central Floridians who live with blindness or any degree of vision loss. Whether it's picking up clothes in the morning or just moving around your community and serving Orange, Seminole, and Osceola counties, contact Lighthouse Central Florida at 407-898-2483 or visit them online at lighthousecfl.org. Tiberius's favorite subject, it's Math Corners! 
And now it's time for Math Corners. Thank you so much, Michael, for helping me with Math Corners. This week, we're going to do some more multi-step word problems. My dad is always good at finding new problems for me to solve. Today, we're going to talk about t-shirts. Hmm. All right. Well, Elizabeth is making t-shirts with the word fart on it so that she could sell them. She can buy t-shirts in packs of five for $3.65 in packs or for two for $2.12. Well, how much money does she save by buying 20 t-shirts at the better price? Well, if she sells them for $5 each, well, what is her profit? Well, first we have this is a world war problem because we do know that people do have to buy t-shirts with funny words on them. So, let's dive into this. So, to solve this issue, you first have to figure out how much of each pack of shirts would be with 20 shirts. So, 20 shirts and 5 packs would be 20 divided by 5, or 4 packs. So, then you would times that by $3.65, and that's... Oh, where's my calculator? Uh, $14.60. So, now you have to figure out the 20 shirts in 2 packs. So... 20 divided by 2, or 10 packs, would be at $2.12, which is $21.20. So to determine the savings, you would subtract the $14.60 from the $21.20, and then you would get $6.60 in savings. So next, you have to figure out how much she would make at $5 each. So 20 times $5 is $100, and finally, to find the profit, you subtract the $14.60 from the $100, and you get... $85.40 $85.40 profit. I think they missed the cost of the printing and advertising and distribution, though. Hmm. So, Michael, did you ever sell t-shirts when you were a kid? Uh, not when I was a kid, but uh, obviously with the, the ministry, we did have uh, uh, shirts that uh, we had printed up and, uh, and made available to guests and so forth, you know, helped us brand, and they also were, you know, SPF shirts, mm-hmm. so good for fishing and so forth, so... I know a little bit about being uh, in, in the merch business. <laughs> nice. Well, my teacher said that I would use math every day. How did you use math in your work? Oh, I got, you know, you have to use math all the time. I mean, it, being able to determine budgets and pricing and, you know, cost and overhead and, uh, you know, total cost of ownership. And, and it, you know, you, math is obviously a very, very important subject. Fortunately, my wife is a whiz at math. Um, so she doesn't require the, uh, the tools that I require to be able to be as uh, astute as, uh, as you need to be, because, you know, one, one mistake and, uh, and you can hurt yourself for, uh, for a much, much, uh, ha- have a much bigger impact negatively. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Michael, for your help with math corners. And now it's time for the heart of a lion. As you know, we talk about the qualities of living by the heart of a lion, which stands for leadership, integrity, obedience, and ability. This week, we're going to talk about obedience. For me, I think obedience is being fully committed to doing what is pleasing to God. The qualities of obedience are compliance with a good attitude and respect for the laws. You don't want someone as obedient when they follow instructions willingly and thoroughly. So all of you know that this is not my favorite virtue. No one really wants to be told what to do. We like the freedom to do what we want. And my dad gave me a task to do when he was at a client. And I was going to unpack and build a computer monitor all by myself. This might be even fun. But, well, I really wanted to sit on the client's couch and watch videos on my phone. So I opened up the box and started to put the monitor together really, really fast. But when I asked my dad for help, he said I already had everything I needed to complete the task. And I complained a little but still got it done. 
This is obedience, but not with a good attitude. My dad gave me $2 for building the monitor, but told me that it would have been $5. Hey, but like any job, if you complain or do part of a job, you get less pay. So, you can get fired. My dad won't fire me. Or would he? So, Michael, did you see or use obedience at all this week? I, every day, with a three-year-old, uh, you can uh, you can bet that uh, I have to, uh, to to be challenged with obedience on a regular basis. Pretty much from six a.m. when my son gets up until uh, eight or nine o'clock until he goes to bed. Uh, my my challenge with obedience is is trying to uh, to encourage him to be obedient more often. Uh, but he is a very strong-willed son. Mm-hmm. Well, of all of the Heart of a Lion virtues, which is the one that you see the most? Uh, the one I'd like to see the most is integrity. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's, it's, it, it is the core of, uh, of, of where humanity um, needs to, to be focused on. Uh, and, and I think it's, uh, it's what separates us from those that, uh, that are morally and, uh, and, uh, and ethically aligned and, and those that aren't. Mm-hmm. We should always try and be lying strong in everything we do, shouldn't we? Amen. Absolutely. And that's our show, folks. I want to thank the one, the only, the amazing Michael Battenberg for being on my show. It has been so much time talking to you today. I think we can learn a lot about being a chaplain and running an outdoor ministry. Thank you, Tiberius. It was my pleasure. I truly appreciate the time that you've given me and the opportunity to share a little bit about what we do and, and, and how we serve others. No problem. And do you mind giving your social media and website again? Sure, it's back, B-A-C-K, the number two, basicsadventures.org, and back to basicsadventures.com. And with that, you can get access to all of our other social pages uh, that it's on those websites. Sweet. And also, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at The Tiberius Show. And I would like to thank WWPR 1490 AM, KINT 98, Soul Radio 24-7, Easy Way TV, and all the other stations that air on my show. Please be sure to visit the Thai Beauty Show on YouTube and hit that subscribe button. Michael, are you subscribed yet? I am not, but it is my intention to do so immediately. Good. Oh, and be sure to leave a comment and tell me what you think of my latest episode. Also, be sure to listen to us next week on the Thai Beauty Show with your host, Tiberius Boy.